I'm a little distracted because they're they've decided to as early as fuck on Monday morning come mow the goddamn lawn. Idiots. These people suck. Um, Why do they suck? Because they don't send a schedule. You know what I mean? They're just like, yeah, we'll be be there sometime this week. Like, all right, cool, man. Maybe let me know when, because it's not exactly the best thing to have somebody outside making a bunch of fucking noise all the time. <laughs> Under any circumstances, it's not just me. Yeah. Dan, you're on one. What's been going on? Just hanging out. <clears throat> Went over to uh, Ross's for his kid's birthday party this weekend. That was pretty fun. They had a um, one of those big inflatable water slide things where yeah. you climb up one side and go down the other. Obviously, I didn't do any of that because... Not a child, but uh, you didn't do any of it. You didn't do it one time. They had he had one that I haven't seen before. It was a big inflatable thing. It was like a big dartboard with soccer balls that had pile side tape on them. Yeah. So it was like the hook side is on there on the thing, and you kick them in. We never actually played darts. We just got drunk and kicked the fuck out of the balls until our foots got hurt. Feet, foots. Our foots got hurt. Yeah. Until well, I was gonna say until my foot got hurt because my I fucked my toe up a little bit, but you know. You didn't do the water side once. No, I didn't. Uh, I'm not. I like to swim, but not really into having my skin exposed to the sun because of how white it is. I get burned like really easily, and I've had multiple times. I've had second degree burns <laughs> from the sun. It's pathetic. I'm like the whitest person on earth. Don't you have a boat? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. What oh, do you? Yeah. What do you do? Um. Well, then usually I kind of gradually ease into it as the summer goes on, right? Yeah. Like I start. I still wear a heavy dose of sunscreen, but which is probably giving me cancer anyways. <clears throat> I think I'm just going to start doing what Jared does, which is rub mayonnaise all over my body. And that way, when you start to smell it, cook, you know that you've been into <laughs> sun too long. He doesn't. No, he doesn't do that. <laughs> no, Jared's like part, uh, I think his, on his mom's side, they're part uh, Argentine or something like yeah. that. I don't remember exactly which. It's one. Of, it's a South American country. But he doesn't. <clears throat> that dude tans pretty easily. Not me. He, um, I mean, because he grew up in Florida, right? Uh, some in Florida, a lot in uh, Northern. Cal- his dad was in Alameda, in Northern California, for a while. And but I think his formative years, high school years, were, he was in Washington State, near Seattle. Hmm. That's awesome. What? Um, That's why he's super into Antifa and shit. <laughs> what? He's super into Antifa? Yeah. What do you mean? Jared, he's a member of Antifa. No, he's not. No, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be funny if he was, it though. Would be, it, would, it would be. There was a be. dude that was in my army unit uh, that's in Antifa. Uh, fuck. Lava, Ian Lavalle is his name. So he's <clears> he's like, like, do you, like, is it like a gang in, or like, how do you join? I don't know. I think they just suck each other's dicks or something. <laughs> You're just like, you just randomly go up with this shit. Let's see. Let, let's look at it right now. How to join Antifa. <clears throat> yeah, I'm it. pretty sure that you just what suck each other's dicks. You just, there's no way to join Antifa. I mean, like, there's no, there's nothing on there. I'm trying here. to see if I can find him on social media, but the last time I talked to him on social media, <clears throat> um, I was like, hey, a buddy of mine, uh, it oh, was it was coffee or die, I think. It's like, hey, some some people I know are writing an article about Antifa and interviewing people, and he's like, oh, it sounds like a setup. What are you, a cop or something? No, no, I'm not a cop. As a matter of fact, I'm on drugs right now, Ian. <laughs> yeah. uh, you fucking idiot, dude. I'm looking at it right here. So it's a uh, it's ADL, ADL.org is their their place, and they have um they have like um. Uh, you can take action so you can connect with your local ADL office. Mm. They have offices everywhere. So let's go. You, we should go down there and check one out. No, the, I thought mm-hmm. the ADL was like an anti uh, Nazi thing. ADL I is Nazism is fascism, but no. So ADL. <clears throat> so it's ADL. Um, um, dude, this is crazy. <clears throat> our mission <clears throat> to stop defamation of the Jewish people and secure justice and fair treatment to all. Yeah, it's like a yeah, that's what it is. So it's ain't the same thing as Antifa. 
Um, yeah, pretty much. No, 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 no. ADL is like the, uh, uh, I mean, they do a lot of stupid shit, but they're not like Antifa. They're just, they're more like the ACLU, I think, but farther left than the ACLU. Um, I haven't heard much on Antifa lately. No, no, no. They're, uh, running out of people to give a fuck. Uh, I guess everybody's leaving Washington. Yeah. It's that state is completely crumbling. Oh, like completely crumbling. What um question for you? We didn't we haven't talked about this, so I want to get I want to get um your input. What did you think about Chris Rock and Will Smith thing? Um, you know, Chris Rock is a funny comedian. Uh I'm not a huge fan of his style, but yeah. it's like he's a very professional comedian like you could tell not forget about all the movies and shit but just his stand-up how structured everything is that is the sign of a very professional comedian segura's like exceptional at that shit yeah uh steve byrne there's a bunch of dudes giorgio out there. like all of them well <laughs> Giorgio's kind of a youngling in that world but yeah there's there's quite a few of those guys that are they could do <clears throat> they've been doing like stand-up pretty steady for 25 30 years they're really good um, <clears throat> Wanda Sykes. Uh, yeah, she actually She's is pretty pro. good. Yeah. Um, but Will Smith is just, uh, I don't feel bad for him or anything cause he did this all to himself, but you could tell he's completely fucked mentally. Like he's been cucked so hard by his wife. I think Jada Pinkett is the real asshole. Everybody's talking about Will yeah. and all this stuff, but, uh, Jada Pinkett is the real piece of shit in this whole scenario. Cause yeah. Will was laughing at the joke. He thought it was funny. But she's got him cucked so hard that one sideways glance led him to go fucking commit assault. Well, I mean, dude, I watched the interview of him. Like, I didn't know their history because mm. obviously I had an opinion. You're talking about the, that red whatever interview where she's talking about fucking other dudes. Yeah. yeah. He's, did you see how, like, demoralized he looked? Yeah, dude. That, like, was, that, dude, was, that was the was... sign of a dude. Like, it, it, they, he may as well have been getting a vasectomy that was that thing. Well, I mean, that was a sign of, like, a dude who was just emotionally drained. I mean... Yeah. Like he had asked for help and somebody had shown up and just slapped him in the face. That's what he looked like. Like literally. And we all know how that feels because we've all been through the VA, right? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. that. I'm, that's the look. <clears throat> when I watched that, I didn't watch that interview until months after because I don't give a fuck about these people. They're yeah, shitbags. But I watched it because Ross went and shut the fuck up about it. So I needed some context so I could talk about it on the show. And I watched it. I'm like, that looked like that feeling where you are on your last leg. Like you're almost out of hope. And then you see a little bit of hope, and then it walks up and just slaps you right yeah. in your fucking face and tells you to get the fuck out. That's what it looked like to me. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, and I, like, I understand, you know, like, a lot of people got mad at me. I made this post about um, my opinion on it. Mm. <clears throat> I didn't look at it as from a comedy perspective. I just think that, like, do I think that Will Smith, you know, do I think it's okay to walk up and smack a comedian? Well, no, I, I don't. No, of right? course not. But... I, 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 I do think, like, dude. I mean, if if I was standing up on a stage somewhere, and I was talking shit about Britney, I would damn near know that I'm about to get like I'm about to get my teeth knocked in. Well, right? I mean, to be honest, she would be doing the teeth knocking, but, in, and I don't even have to step in. But yeah, but, I understand but your my, point. But my point is, is like, I just think that like sometimes you say things, and you take a chance. Like the world, like, don't you think, like when I've seen how everybody reacted to this as to, it just made so much sense to me as to why, like why men in the world are the way they are, right? Like we've gotten to the point to where we tell people like, oh, there's, you know, violence is never the answer. I mean, we're free because of violence. Yeah. Violence is very often the answer. Like, but we've also made the mistake of, of allowing this narrative to to persist that conflates words with violence because words are not violence. Words are not violence. Uh, uh, Talents like the thing about the joke that Chris Rock told is, and and the the comment you made about uh, Brittany <clears throat> is that if you were making the comment with a smile on your face, everybody knows it's a joke, yeah. and you can only really make a joke that personal if you are like you know the people intimately and you're yeah, friends yeah. with them and they do know each other very well and have for a very long time with a bad history though <clears throat> uh somewhat you know but uh so he you know you're taking a bit of a risk there i guess but 
the only it's like very few people and Chris Rock is definitely not one of them just openly talk shit to hurt people's feelings uh, yeah. from the from the stage I mean there's some there are plenty of people in real life that do that stuff but people who you know do it comedically like the the roast the Friars Club roast have been going on since the 1960s Boy, like, look at that look people at people light each other up and they're all best friends and they light each other up because <clears throat> they understand the basic principle that well, it's two basic principles. One, comedy is a fucking conduit to process trauma, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. The more fucked up something is, the quicker you can start making a joke out of it, the sooner you can take the power away from it. And that really helps people. And in a very profound way, it helps people get over shit. Uh, and two, the more personal the insult, I guess, if you want to call it an insult, Usually on a sliding scale, the more likely it is that those two people are close together. If you see that in, in public on yeah. a stage like that, right? Yeah. Like you're not going to see <clears throat> very rarely. And it happens so rarely that we can remember almost all of them. Kanye taking the mic away from Taylor Swift or uh, 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 Nicki Minaj and uh, Hannah Montana, whatever the fuck her name is, yeah. getting into a fucking spat on stage. Like the, it's, it doesn't have, well, the source of words it always happened, but um, <clears throat> It happens so infrequently that we can remember it because it's weird when it happens. But the roast, I mean, for the most part, all the comedy, even the Comedy Central roast, all the ones that happen, I can only remember one time that anybody got like truly upset about something, and it was when Amy Schumer made fun of Ryan Dunn dying yeah. to, uh, to uh, uh, Steve-O. That's the only time in all those roasts that I ever remember anybody having like a super negative reaction to something that was said. Yeah. Even when <clears throat> several years prior, Amy Schumer had said uh, that this isn't a roast for whomever. It's a going away party for pa Patrice O'Neill's foot because he's got, he's going to get diabetes. Was Amy, the implication. Amy Schumer's ratchet anyways. Uh, yeah, a little bit. She was funnier back then, yeah, but she's terrible. You know, that's, those are the things that I think about. Yeah. I just, I look at it, man, is like, and look, we're, we're two different worlds, right? Like, I mean, obviously man, you don't, think alike on a lot of stuff mm. just because like we're just we're kind of like you're more of a logical and i'm more of an emotional like mm. for better or worse right um but i i also think that we've gotten to a, a point to where you know like dude a, a man's wife is off limits like i understand it a comedy like this like this ain't the white house correspondence dinner mm. Like the White House Correspondents Dinner, like, dude, there's nothing off limits. Yeah, I, like that is like a full on, like the shit, like it's it's crazy. Um, but I just also think that like there's such a, like, yeah, should maybe 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 he, I mean, dude, he didn't get up there and beat the shit out of him. Um, but but just as much of it, it's like, dude, at, at some point, you take a risk when you talk about another man's a person who's important to another man. Mm. Right. And, and you never know what mindset he was in right there. You never know. You know what I mean? Like, well, I think we do know what mindset Will Smith's in. Well, I like mean, he's in a constant state of emotional fight or flight because the person that he cares about most in the world, uh, just treats him like dude, absolute garbage dude, I've all been the there. time. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, That's, uh, you, well, you can, uh, sympathize with the uh, with how he emotional feels. state there, right? It's because not it's great. like it's like damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. Like if mm. he walks away and doesn't smack him or stand up for him, she'll use that as leverage so much further as to, well, this is why I did this. This is why I went and cheated on you. This is why because you know what, you never stand up for me. You know, you let them just embarrass me on stage. I mean, yeah. like no matter what he did right there, he was wrong. Yeah. I mean, but that, again... It's emotional abuse. Again, I don't really... <clears throat> I don't really feel that sorry for him because he put himself in that situation. I mean, if you... If I mean, you, he's not uh, bucking up on the consequences. No. If you if you remember the interview, he was... Um, <clears throat> I mean, it's been an open secret in Hollywood for a very long time that they were fucking other people. Mm -hmm. And there's also the rumor that he's uh, into dudes or bisexual and wants to hide that. I mean, like, I don't know why anybody would give a shit now. Yeah. I don't think that would affect his career at this point. Not but, at all. Um, 
I certainly like I, I'm more likely to not watch his movies because of his childish behavior than I am if he was sucking some dude's dick, frankly. I don't give a shit about that. Like there's a new I Am Legend coming out yep. with him and Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. I was really excited for that. I don't even know if it's gonna come out now. Like I don't know what they're do gonna you think, do. Do you mean do you think they're really gonna go this far? I mean, do you think they're really gonna take it that far to cancel him on all this shit? I don't know. It's weird, uh seeing the backlash from uh I mean, who cares? From comedians. I hear a lot of comedians saying that somebody of his stature doing something like that makes it open season on comedians talking no. shit. Uh, maybe. I mean, they, they could be right about that. I don't know. But <clears throat> either way. Um, what do you think about? Um... I mean, comedians have been fighting against that cancel culture bullshit for a couple of years now. I don't think it would. I don't think it's a very good look for them to try to get Will knocked out of here, to no. be honest. But, you know, and a little bit of uh, patience and understanding goes a long way. He's He's been... I mean, they're always talking about healing, and they're always talking about empathizing for these things. I mean, it's, it's kinda, it is kind of crazy. I mean, you look, you've seen him turn on Joe Rogan, right? Mm. I mean, like, it is kind of crazy. But what they don't understand is the, the secondary and tertiary effects of this mm. is if they cancel him, what's well, open season down the road? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's when are we going to talk about Sean Penn tying Madonna to a chair and whipping her with a fucking extension cord? Uh, when are we going to talk about Russell Crowe fucking throwing shit at people and choking people and shit? Like, people still watch their movies. Yeah. I don't they didn't know get why. canceled. No. Well, if Russell Crowe had to take a little time out, but um, <clears throat> uh, Sean Penn has never faced any real repercussions, so far as I can tell, for any of the stupid shit he's done. And maybe there is. I mean, people have and have have suggested there might be some racial element to it but i don't think so man no. i mean i i don't does anybody think of no <clears throat> does anybody think of will smith and chris rock as like as like representative of the black community no. they they've been rich since the 90s no. like extremely rich so i i don't i just don't see that but you know i i mentioned this on the show last week <clears throat> um I do see Denzel Washington like that for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe because he's an old head dad figure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it still seems to me, even though they're both in their 50s, it still seems to me like Chris Rock and uh, and uh, Will Smith are still kind of like young, hip, like super popular actors. Not that Denzel's not popular, but he's always seemed like a dad to me. Yeah. No, you know no, I, mean? I, I see that. Yeah. Maybe, like that, maybe that's just in my own head. He comes off as more of an authoritarian, like author, authoritative. Yeah figure right like he's he comes off as more of a like a high road out of the weeds yeah um i mean you you don't see him ever talking about himself or uh and anytime anything like this happens i mean granted he's like 10 years older than chris rock is i think but anytime anything happens like this it's always a very measured and empathetic response to it and there was that movie he did with uh God, what is her? What's her name? Well, I will say uh, while you're looking that up, yeah. I will say I do think that if <laughs> if if it was if a white comedian had or a white person had walked up there and smacked Chris Rock, that would have been a problem. Yeah, that, and that I mean, but it would have turned in today's into, culture. And I do sure, think yeah. that if you reversed it, that that would have been a big problem too. Actually, I think uh, if a I, black dude slapped a white dude, that would have been a big fucking problem. Like, but I but I tell you what, I think it would have still been a problem against the white guy. Uh, maybe yeah, for insulting him in the for first insulting place. Insulting in the first place, right? I mean, there. So are, yeah, the movie is Fences, and Denzel Washington plays a dad. Viola Davis plays his wife, and there's a scene in there where he's talking to his son, who's just being a fucking jerk off or whatever, and he's like, just explaining to him what it means to be a father. Yeah. And it was that's even though that that was like 2018, I think, but that's been when I first saw that, I was like. This is the way I've always thought about Denzel Washington the entire time he's been acting. I don't know why. Maybe it's because he's that <clears throat> the right age. He's around the same age as my dad, so yeah. maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah. But yeah, there's uh, when it's his voice too, like how he comes off, right? Like he's always in a serious role. But you can tell he's not full of shit either. Well, yeah. I mean, you, yeah, you, you can tell that. Like you look at <clears throat> you look at Chris and 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 Will, and they're both. I mean, they're kind of goofballs, right? Mm. Um, I mean, they're. F- they're funny dudes. I mean, and, I and Will's played some pretty serious roles very well. Like he yeah. is a he's an extremely good actor. There's no question about that. Um, uh, but there's been quite a few people who have tried to <clears throat> tried to say that the that all this was caused by like white rage and white supremacy and 
blah 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 like so one black dude slaps another black dude <laughs> yeah and somehow white people are involved like why don't you calm down yeah bud? like yeah. we i i get it there's some shit going on but good lord um, We're, like you're not gonna fucking fix anything if you just throw everything at the uh, uh the ra- everything into the racism bucket it doesn't make any sense well and you depl- and you and you take away the the seriousness the severity of yeah of people who you, actually need that who actually need it attention right? which is uh, crazy uh, yeah, it's uh, it's weird. But, I, you know, to be honest, again, I want to say that I think that Jada Pinkett is the real villain in yeah. all this. Like, she is a terrible, terrible person. Um, uh, I agree. Not, not you, like, you. if you want to live some fucking swinger life, do whatever you want. I don't give a shit what you do. But if she can't fucking tell how miserable she's made this man oh. and and then clearly pressure him into doing something very stupid in front of the entire world like that she is a fucking piece of shit well you can tell like you could just tell i better be careful will's gonna come in here and slap me well he might get fucking some dude he might get a little heat hadn't he yeah a little little 35 greens pumped into him a little heat um i I, and i and you know on the back side of it i do want to say that like I don't care who's right or wrong in this. Like they both had their reasons. And I think, <clears throat> I think that we can all sit back in armchair quarterback, how anybody reacts to something. Yeah. Uh, and we don't necessarily know that the context, to all of it. Right. Um, but I, uh, I think Chris Rock handled it really badass mm-hmm. of taking the slap, making a joke afterwards, still being able to carry on the show. Yeah. I mean, he, there was a, there was a good 10, 15 seconds there where some bad shit could have gone down like you can see as soon as will makes contact and he recoils he's got his fist balled up right ready to fucking swing back he didn't do that that was the first one the second one was when he was when he said i could dot 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 and who knows what he was thinking it's chris rock right yeah so it probably wasn't great what he was gonna say it probably wasn't Um, pg but you know uh Will's been getting lit up by pretty much everybody. And I understand it from all the comedians. Like they don't want to fucking live in a world where people think it's okay to hit you because of a joke you told, because that's what they do professionally. And they don't just do it at the Oscars where there's armed security and mostly fucking super affluent people with reputations they care about. A lot of their shows are played in little fucking dinky towns with uh, drunk rednecks or knuckleheads of some variety. Right. Who, you know, would consider it a badge of honor to get a simple assault charge to punch some guy in the face. Don't you think, though, like, isn't it kind of weird that nobody ran out there to grab him? <laughs> yeah. Don't you think, like, that's the other aspect that's kind of like, you know, yeah, you got security there, but it didn't, <laughs> didn't look like they were doing much good, did it? Uh, no. I mean, that was... Uh, I bet you going forward that nobody will be able to get up on stage like that. No. Not unless it's uh, rehearsed. Or scripted, rather. But, yeah, I think uh, I've heard a lot of people mention and discuss that specifically, the cowardice of these Hollywood elites, all these people who are fucking social justice activists and always talking shit. I'm going to I'll move to Canada if Trump gets elected or fucking punch. You should punch Nazis. They didn't say a fucking word. You know, what we should do on our next on our next. Uh, the next show, we mm-hmm. should uh, let's research who all said that they were moving if Trump got elected. Yeah. And who didn't? Like yeah, what did well, I mean, they do? we should look we should look all the way back to uh 2004 with Bush because yep. that's when it started. And then both Obama elections, the Trump yeah. election and the Biden election and all those people who said they were going to move to Canada. Let's just do a show just completely on that. We'll just pay for them to move to Canada. Yeah. Like instead of sending 500 <laughs> more million dollars to uh to Zelensky to pretend at war like he's doing cuz he went out to visit uh Buka now but I, that's the first time and during this entire fucking thing that you've seen him outdoors well, and, and not and, in front of a green screen and they came out and like um i want to get into that piece after we do these ads real quick mm. um i'll tell you what's not fake and what you don't have to you don't have to pay 500 million dollars for what's that that's a damn ghost bed mm. you know what yeah I mean? they're definitely um, not 500 million definitely not 500 million dollars and they're not fake and they are badass and uh they're made by people that support <coughs> Sorry about that. That support us um, and support those that are out there protecting us. And just such a badass company, Ghostbed is. Um, go over and check them out. They have 30% off on uh, the bundles right now. I think it's 30% off site wide, honestly. Let me look. Let me check this it out. It is real 30% quick. off site wide. If you get the 
the bundle package, you get a bed and a, an adjustable base is 40% off, yeah, here including we go. anything else you add to the thing. 30% off all mattresses plus two luxury pillows uh, when you use the Drinking Bros um, discount code. Uh, 30% off site-wide, which is really badass. I just ordered the Ghost 3D Matrix, which uh, is just an incredible bed. I can't wait to get it. Um, has cooling technology. Um, they also have the adjustable base. They have a 20-year warranty. They have 101 nights. Uh, no questions asked. You can send it back. They have um, they have the oh the other aspect that's pretty badass is the mattress topper. Right, you got the mattress topper. Yeah, yeah, I do. You talk I've, about it a lot. Well, I've got a, I've got the protector. I don't have the topper. Oh, you don't have the topper? No, no. no. That's a, that's a good one if you're uh, not in the market for a mattress, but you might be soon, and you want to try out one yeah. of the Ghost Bed products. I would recommend the topper and some pillows just yeah. to see how good the the quality of the products and, are. And they have like so so basically, you go over there like they've got a solution for any any aspect of what you're in the market for. Mm -hmm. You can go over there and check it out. They've got the badass mattress protector for whenever. Like I use the mattress protector for whenever I am uh, like sometimes I'll drink milk whenever I'm like puzzling in my bed, and uh, then uh, you know in case I spill my milk and I, I don't like that uh, protects protects my mattress. Um, Dan also uses the same thing, but you can go over and check them out. Ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. They also have financing. I think we looked at it one day and it was like, you could, you can do it 60 months depending on your credit score. You yep. know, it'll depend a little <clears throat> bit, but like, I mean, you could get a king size bed for 60 months. It was like what? 30 bucks a month or something. Uh, somewhere. Well, it depends on 30 to $50. Yeah. A month. No, no, no. It's lower. It's like 25 to 35, oh, yeah. I think is what it is. So it depends My, on the stuff you add. Depends on stuff you add and all that. So go over and check it out. Uh, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Again, that's ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Yeah. Next up we've got, uh, Babel. Ooh, Babel. Uh, for most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. It was a complete waste of time, actually. Like, I get the point, yeah. Um, but the way they deliver the programming is horrible. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it's it's just not great. So now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language, whether you'll be traveling abroad uh, which is happening more and more, especially if you're here in Texas, you're looking for a weekend getaway. You can just fly down to Puerto Rico, Costa Rica, uh, uh, Mexico, pretty goddamn cheap right now. Even yeah. with rising gas prices, the tickets are still pretty cheap. So <clears throat> Babel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Uh, and because we're in Texas, you know, and because we like to travel to the Caribbean, Spanish is the one that we've been working on. 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language apps uh, use AI for their lesson plans. Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Uh, they also have speech recognition technology that helps you improve your pronunciation and accent so you don't sound like an asshole when you go to these other yeah. places. Uh, there's so many other ways to learn with Babbel in addition to lessons. Uh, you can access podcasts, games, video stories, and even live classes. comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Uh, right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash American. That's babbel.com slash American. B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash American for up to 60% off your subscription. Yeah, one thing that's really cool about Babbel is that they, um, like, so like you, you mentioned at the end, but they also have, like, live classes that you can get into. Mm -hmm. um, they, they're, for accelerated learning, they also have, and they offer hundreds of classes each week. So, you know, you can find a lesson or a topic, like they're different topics based that you can go in and, and uh, work on, work on your, uh, your language with. Yeah, it's definitely the best. For sure. Um the best I've seen. Now, speaking of Spanish, uh, <clears throat> Mexico has been having a big problem. Yeah. With uh, in Tulum, even which you wouldn't have expected. No. Nope. But Cancun as well, and it's in a couple other places, uh, Acapulco, where uh, the drug cartels have historically kind of stayed away from those areas. I don't know if because they're being paid by the government or what. Um, <laughs> to do so but mexico relies on tourism as a lot of you know a lot of countries uh south u.s do and 
another three people were killed in a shooting and, sub- and subsequent chase by police officers on Saturday uh, at a beachside restaurant in fucking Acapulco. I mean, who gets shot there? Like, you, that's a place... Uh, everybody knows that Mexico can be dangerous, but <clears throat> parts of it, like North Central, people expect that cartel shit to be going on there. They don't expect people to be cruising up on jet skis and unloading into the crowd and then fucking jet skiing away and shit like that. I mean, that, that happened like a month ago. Yeah, my buddy sent me, he was down there, he sent me a video of it. Um, of which one? Of them the, coming up on jet skis. Mm. Um, yeah, so again, and I've been saying this a lot, and you know, for, for better or worse, it is what it is. I, I don't think it has anything to do with anything other than America looks weak, right? So like, I think that they used to leave Americans alone because we're they knew that they didn't want agents up their ass, and yeah. if they killed an American, that's going to be a big issue, right? But I think that they look at this administration, they look at how, you know, the three-letter agencies have just become so politicized, and instead of, you know, doing their job, they become so bureaucratic, instead of handling things, that now that they just feel like they have free reigns on America. Mm-hmm. And and I've said this, I've literally said this on every, anytime I've been interviewed about what I think about what's going on uh, in the world, when when America is strong, the world hates us. Mm-hmm. When America is weak, the world suffers. And Americans are going to suffer. Like, like, like people don't understand that the reason that we have been able to go to all these countries, that Americans aren't getting killed in Mexico, that Americans are kind of off limit. It's not because, it's not because, well, they just, they don't want to bother us. It's yeah. because they know that, 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 that the wrath that comes behind, you fuck with one of our people, we'll be up your ass with a microscope. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense for us to, I mean, <clears throat> it's not even just, because of our position in the world or anything like that. It's not even being a country even. <clears throat> Anytime in the animal kingdom where somebody, when the haves, uh, uh, if you want to call them that, or people who are just trying to live their lives project weakness, then somebody's going to come test that weakness. That's just, For sure. That's just, this is how it works. Whether it's um, the, uh, <clears throat> the beach master manatee, slinking off into the water and then all the uh the sneaky fuckers as they're called show up and try to get the female manatees pregnant you know what i mean it's the same concept if if a mother bird leaves the nest unattended somebody will come try to steal those eggs dude that's how it works it's it's, from the very bottom of of biology all the way up to the top it's not just a human problem right no but it is a very simple problem and it's one that's solved very easily by projecting measured strength it it works pretty much all the time like like i mean it's just like again i I revert it back to like if people think that you won't say anything to them like over your girlfriend if they start talking to them Mm. if you look like a weak man yeah dude guys are gonna try to hit on your girl all the time you're that person to steal on you're that person to steal on right like and, and and the same thing with like you know, people have this these freedoms to be able to go and, and, and enjoy these other countries and go in these places where a lot of people can't. And with this luxury of not having to worry about getting killed or worry about getting robbed or getting messed with like like everybody else does. But they only get that because there are people here who are like America represents strength. Right. And when that goes away, like like I just think that that America... Americans as a whole have they've had it so good they're kind of like like America is kind of like um trust fund babies mm-hmm. they've had it so good and didn't have to worry about the re- realities that other people across the world go to or go through um that they're going to lose it because they think that they got that by people being soft and understanding yeah, I mean, and, and that's not how it is. <clears throat> yeah, there's. Um, if it wasn't for violence, we would. I mean, th- we would still be. We would be British. If it wasn't for violence, mm-hmm. a- black people would still be slaves. Yeah. If it wasn't for violence, like if you look at any aspect, any aspect of the liberty and the freedom that we have today, it all started with violence. Yeah, and it's uh, you know. I mean, imagine if there wasn't violence in World War II. Right. 
I mean, recklessly used violence is a problem, but violence is uh, uh, very useful. Bar, uh, there's a quote from uh, the West Wing from like 1990, or I'm sorry, 2002, maybe, two, 2001. Um, <clears throat> Martin Sheen's character is talking about some, some American citizens got killed. And he says, uh, did you know that 2,000 years ago, a Roman citizen could walk across the face of the known world free of the fear of molestation? He could walk across the earth unharmed, cloaked only in the protection of the word civis Romanus. I am a Roman citizen. So great was the retribution of Rome, universally certain. Should any harm befall even one of its citizens? Uh, that is, for better or worse, kind of how Israel plays it. Yeah. Like if you bomb one of our uh, buildings, we're going to bomb one of your cities, yeah. right? Or bulldoze it or whatever. Um, <clears throat> you know, at the end of the day, this this these arguments that are being had about uh, globalism and empathy and being a, a, a citizen of the world instead of a country... Uh, <laughs> would make sense if we all shared common values, but we don't. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I am one who thinks that Western values are quite clearly better. Um, despite all the problems we've had in the last few years, we're not China. We're not Russia. We're not India. We're not any of these things. We're, we're not Saudi Arabia, right? We're not fucking throwing gay people off of rooftops yeah. and shit like that. So, um, all things being equal, a citizen of the world would be a nice thing, but all things are not equal and all governments aren't equal and all ideas are not equal. And, you know, it can lead to fundamentalism if you believe your ideas are best and beyond reproach. Now, I don't think they're beyond reproach. I think we can always be better. For sure. Right? But if you show me a system of government that's better than this, that would be a new revelation to me because I haven't seen one yet. Well, uh, and if you show me a set of ideals better than the first principles of the United States, um, I, I'm, I'm going to have to fucking jump in there and call you an idiot because yeah. to be honest, nobody's ever done what we've done before. No. Um, so how long did Rome last? Uh, quite a while. Yeah. yeah. Like, but don't, but do you see a lot of similarities of us? Yeah, but I mean, it's like, moving at a much greater rate. Like we're 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 progressing through the stages of an empire much faster than Rome did. Obviously, is that good or bad? It's not good. Yeah, it's not good. Like you, you get to a point of affluence where uh, you don't feel oppressed anymore. Like it, it's a bad feeling to see people suffering around you and not suffer with them. That's why you have the compulsion frequently to. Um, see somebody doing some work or something and get up and help them. You don't know why. Like, that's not my job. Why am I doing this? Yeah. Or see somebody, you know, hurting and, and you feel a compulsion to go help them because it feels bad it to does. experience other people's misery and not do something about it. Now, we've gotten to the point now where do something about it has stopped meaning actually getting off your ass and doing something about it and just has has transformed into moral grandstanding right like it's it's a it's a 360 degree firing squad where <clears throat> i have to be on the right quote-unquote right side of history or moral all the time and anybody else like that's a big statement to make that's a religion yeah it's like if you don't believe in my god then we got a fucking problem bud yeah and now my god has become where i land in this social fucking hierarchy yeah. of oppression and shit so People are too, luckily they're too cowardly to do physical violence to each other most of the time on this, but they do fuck each other's lives up quite a bit. And worse than even that, I think, is that the people who need help don't get it. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, because because all these all these people who are social grandstanding are taking away from the impact of, it's like it's like the, the boy that cried wolf, right? Mm -hmm. They take away from this impact of people who really need help and people who really are struggling and, and they're taking advantage of the system. So what happens is, is all these people who truly need it and who truly are, are like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like welfare, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's a huge place for that. Mm -hmm. There's a huge place for people who need help, but you got all these people who are using it as a, you know, as a, they're abusing it. 
and 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 they just turn around and take away from the people who truly need it and um it's just not good i um i uh you know what i want to talk about what's that well because i've been really wanting to dig into this and this might be an entire show so but we can dig into it a little bit you know the one question that i have about this whole ukraine deal uh, about hearing all these leaders talk about it mm. <clears throat> is I keep hearing this one phrase that scares me to death in this new world order. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just, what do you, how do it, you, it's what I'm talking about. It's globalism. Well, like, exactly. Uh, and, and it's, it is, in my, in my opinion, globalism is the natural progression of the moral grandstanding, like the patrician class, the fucking the ruling class, the elites, the wealthy, the political elites, whatever you want to call them or however you want to frame that. Um, <clears throat> as I said, feel like they're right about things. You're too dumb to make up your own mind. Uh, and things are just more orderly when we make all the decisions. Now, that worked pretty well at the country level for a long time. But now with the Internet and global commerce and stuff, it's become increasingly difficult. So now we need something that sits above state governments and federal governments and yeah. presides over the entire globe. And that's what globalism is, obviously. And, um, and do you feel like that, I mean, you know, cause when you look at, you look at, I mean, obviously Russia's evil, mm -hmm. but I mean, if he gave up Ukraine and Ukraine went NATO, mm -hmm. I mean, he's pinned in. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's still got China to the South. They're not going to do anything. They're, but they're not. I mean, obviously, <clears throat> right? No. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, it's. I look from from Russia's perspective. I understand why they're doing what they're doing. I think it's wrong, morally wrong, but I understand why they're doing what they're doing, and that's the problem with with this stuff. I can look at what they're doing and find it morally wrong, but isn't it morally wrong for a government to not not do whatever it takes to continue to exist? Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if the United States, if if Canada took over. I'm sorry. If um, Russia were to put bases in Canada and Mexico and we were persistently under the threat of some kind of incursion from one of those forces, we would obviously do something about that. We wouldn't just sit by. Dude, of course. And if and if we had an antagonistic relationship with Canada, if there was a border, border dispute between us and Canada and Russia or China or somebody else like that was constantly sending them javelin missiles and sending their special forces over to train them and shit, we would probably be pretty upset about that. I mean, but I mean the, again, that's, that's the issue here. Like we, these, these skirmishes have to happen sometimes, unfortunately, uh, to, to resolve this shit. And you know, the elites don't want it. As I said before with globalism, they want order, right? They want order. And that's why, um, <clears throat> That's why all the social programming happens. It's why, uh, it's it's why they need you to believe the party line, regardless of what reality is, because that makes you a good little worker bee. I mean, think about the way that public education works. Public education doesn't train you to be ready for life at all. It doesn't teach you how to change a fucking tire. No. It doesn't teach you how to manage your finances. It doesn't teach you any of that shit. It doesn't teach you how to cook food for yourself or hunt and find your own food or no. any of this stuff. It teaches it you teach how you to follow the system. It teaches you how to be an obedient little worker. Yeah. And fucking George Orwell said it in 1984. The party told you to reject the evidence of your eyes and ears. It was their final, most essential command. And the reason for that is because if they can make you disbelieve the shit that you can see with your own eyes and hear with your own ears, then they have you yep. controlled 100%. And that's that's where we are as a society right now. They have us. If, if social media tells you to believe something, then you believe it. And if uh, uh, the government says something, the media, which used to be, you know, the media used to stand between the people and the government and challenge the government when it lied and blah, blah, blah. And now it's just a megaphone. For Why the do government. you think that changed? Money. Yeah. Everybody started chasing advertising. They needed the money for advertising. Mm -hmm. 
and they're having to and, and and do you think this switches so my thing to you is is like when they start when i mean look everybody's gonna have to go over to a streaming platform mm-hmm. right eventually like like cable tv is it's almost dead yeah do you think that it goes back to um it, it because i mean look you can produce streaming tv way cheaper than you can cable the infrastructure's cheaper <clears throat> Right. Yeah. I mean, the reality is, and do you think that it'll realign itself after it goes to streaming versus, you know, that people aren't, you know, literally held by their sponsors? Like, I mean, people, they can't say the truth because what if it offends one of their sponsors that pays their bills? Yeah. I mean, but that's the case now, right? If you're on a streaming platform, unless you're subscription only and don't do advertising. Um, if you do advertising, you're always going to be kind of at the... Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, there's always going to be some, like you can't just go full on crazy. Uh, And that's why we always, like if any of our advertisers ever complain about the content, we break with them immediately. Yeah. Even like we do it, we don't tell them to go fuck themselves or anything. We do it politely. But if, if we run, if we do a show of some sort and blah, 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 and people, and somebody's like, Hey, we didn't really like what you said there. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, here you keep your money. That ad was on us. That's for free. We're going to move on from you guys because yeah. we're not doing that yeah, shit. Yeah, we're not doing that. Um, and that's the only way that we can do this, to be honest, because I don't really give a shit about the money from any of this stuff. I mean, it's nice. I like the challenge of um, being an introvert and doing this stuff all the time, building businesses, uh, figuring things out, researching, talking to people. That's what I like. And I would be doing this even if, you know, the money wasn't great. So, um, but it is, it is always a problem when you introduce profit motive into something. Let me look at the American university system, right? Yeah, that's where we're fucked. Like we're, we're, we're fucked in a way that, uh, it's just not going to be solved by, canceling student debt student loan debt and stuff like that that's just a pipe dream it is that that won't do anything because if you saw that interview with the blackrock ceo last week he said that all the these kids these days are all entitled uh they're never going to own homes and blah 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 it's like dude that's kind of on you you know because one you guys were instrumental along with the federal government, by the way, and this fucking housing crisis that crippled the, the global economy. No shit. And now afterwards, you're, you've been buying the dip on that for 10 years. You've been buying up every fucking property you can. They manage $11 trillion in assets. Trillion with a T, right? That's, yeah. that's three times the fucking U.S. GDP. That's how much BlackRock manages. And a great deal of that is in real estate. And they want you renting so you'll never own anything, yep. right? Like if you own your home, they can get you through property taxes, right? Or they can find a crime and charge you with something, but they have to go through the state to do that. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. If they own the property that you're sitting on and you're only renting it from them, not only are you only renting your property now, you're also renting your own income because a portion of that has to go back to these student loans and to the state. And now with social media being in... Uh, collusion with the federal government and the wef and these globalist assholes now you're renting the space where you can share ideas with other people now we're in fucking trouble right yeah. that's thought police that's the like it, it's this is the end this is how it ends so yeah i don't know where we're going from here with all this globalist nonsense and i don't think <clears throat> a lot of people did wake up during this ukraine bullshit because they kept being told things that were demonstrably untrue Mm-hmm. like the fucking Snake Island bullshit or the ghost of Kiev or whatever the fuck else. Uh, that, or even that Zelensky was out there fighting, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like I mean, they came out what... And look, I, I wouldn't... I mean, I would think it would be kind of dumb for you to be exposing your your president mm-hmm. in these moments, right? Um, yeah, but, nobody would have questioned his integrity if he had just been leading from a secure bunker somewhere because that's kind of how you do that that's what you should do. yeah like you shouldn't um, have the president of the goddamn country out there in a gunfight that's uh, stupid no, probably be stupid um but i mean like they just came out with it like probably a week ago maybe three or four days ago that of his bunker that he was only leaving once every four days yeah i mean his family's been in hiding who knows where they're at mm. i bet they're in america they're probably in warsaw actually i think they're in poland you think? If i had to guess yeah um i don't think they would bring them all the way here you don't? That would be that would be a kind of a political situation. Yeah. Poland though is okay. But I mean 
I don't know, man. I don't know what to believe. I mean, but I mean, does it really matter if he was on the streets fighting with a gun or, or not? Like, it really doesn't at the end of the day. I just think. No, that, it doesn't matter. So why are they lying about it? I That's, don't know. That don't... that makes me even more angry when somebody lies about shit that they don't fucking need to. Yeah. That means, like, if you're lying about some stuff you need to, I don't agree with that necessarily, but I understand it from from that perspective. But if you're lying about some shit and I can't figure out why you're lying about it, you're either a fucking just serial lying sociopath or you're doing something you else. That there's something else going on that we don't understand. And the only like why if you're trying to use propaganda to lionize the leader of one side of the conflict versus the other, that means you're doing something fucked up. Yeah. Like otherwise that shit kind of takes care of itself. Nobody was rooting for Saddam Hussein, for example. No. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Nobody was rooting for Saddam Hussein. Um, yeah. And you know, like I just, I'm, I will say again, like I give you, I mean, I give you credit where credit's due because you're the fucking man. But I mean, you called what happened. You called it. I mm -hmm. mean, the day I came home, I called you up on the phone. You said this was happening next two weeks. Mm -hmm. And it's like literally playing out. It's, but I'm not a fucking psychic, man. This is how. Wars were fought before the GWAT, right? This is how before the global war on terror. Before, I, I guess maybe before Grenada, before yeah. before our invasion, our invasion over there in '83. Not our invasion, but our fucking reaction over there in '83. Um, wars were primarily fought this way. You, it was attrition. You would like if you and I, let's say, we were going into a building to do a hostage rescue, right? Yeah. We don't just push into the building and grab the guy or girl and get the fuck out of there. We push beyond it. We set up a cordon, right, and fucking create standoff for ourselves. Yeah. We, If there's uh, an offensive unit that might be reacting to us somewhere around there, we do something to fuck with them, whether it's some other kind of operation nearby yeah. or something to make sure they can't intervene. Russia wanted to secure Crimea further. And especially for the water supply, they wanted fucking uh, Donetsk and Luhansk for their natural gas. So they fucking went hard in those areas. They went hard in Mariupol, which is where one of the, it's where the Nazis are, but it's also where um, a lot of the <clears throat> quick reaction military force that could have responded in Donetsk and Luhansk were. Yep. And they fucking went to the capital and the second largest city, Lviv and Kiev. Right. Yeah. To make sure that they couldn't come over and intervene and keep them busy. And then once they had those fucking eastern regions settled, they started to pull back and everybody said, oh, Russia lost. No, motherfucker. They just took over all the land they wanted to. And then yeah. they left. Like we didn't lose Gulf War one. We kicked the Iraqis out of Kuwait and then rightly declared victory because we had won. That's what we came there to do. We did it and we left. And then Russia clearly wanted that natural gas on the East Coast, clearly wanted to shore up their defenses and water supply in Crimea. They did both of those things, and now they're going to leave. Like, they, they will accept some kind of conditions of surrender to that effect. And, and there's no more of them having to worry about Ukraine joining NATO. Ever. Ever. Yeah. So I, I don't, I'm not pro-Russia. I'm just pointing out that they had a, a goal, and they achieved it. Like you can talk about all the other stuff that's going on. You can talk about the uh, the human rights violations, of which there are many. You can talk about the fact that Putin is a dictatorial cunt, and that is an absolute fact. He's a piece of shit who probably had something to do with poisoning quite a few people over the years. Yeah. Right. Including maybe Abramovich a couple of weeks ago. But uh, you can also talk about how uh, Zelensky's been propped up about how there are fucking actual, uh, there's an actual brigade of Nazis, literal Nazis over there that we've been sending weapons to. You can talk about how Ukrainian soldiers have been shooting Russian soldiers in the legs to interrogate them or to fucking just for fun and then calling their family members after they've killed the Russians and be like, hey, your fucking son's dead. Click. You know what I mean? We can talk about all this stuff. And you can make a, a decision based on your own ethics. Who's right? Who's wrong? But... As I've said a number of times before, it is perfectly acceptable, perfectly acceptable to not take a side when two assholes are fighting each other. Yeah, I hear you, and I don't care what they do to the to the soldiers. Mm. Back and forth, like that's listen. 
you know, it's like, you know, you don't get upset about two guys who get in a ring to fight, right? Mm. Um, but, like, what I can't stomach is the raping of women. Yeah, I mean, the, look, the, that kind of shit happens in warfare a lot. I mean, I don't right? think, I mean, I don't like think. Like, it happened with American soldiers in Iraq a lot. It did? A lot. Oh, yeah. And I'd never heard of it. There was a fucking whole. Uh, I'd never uh, heard of that. Yeah, there was a, there, hold on, the, the one, one squad of marines i think raped like fucking 15 people and they pulled their unit out or something i like had that. never heard hold on one time of that Iraqis. And, and like you know yeah the, t- tying up innocent civilians and like the mama madia mama dia really yeah gang rape of a 14 year old girl i mean the some dude got a hundred years in prison for it um, and when he was on trial, he said, I don't think of Iraqis as humans like that shit happens there. But, but let me, as, let me as say much this. as, as much as we want to be proud of our military service and as much as anybody mm-hmm. anywhere wants to be proud of their military service, uh, regardless of what country you're in. Uh, the fact is, is just like working with children draws people who are trying to abuse that situation, the military and war, especially will draw people who want to take advantage of that situation. Some people just want to fuck and, somebody and this up. Was, and this, was, uh, uh, this wasn't Marines. This was Army. Yeah, it was the Army, yeah. Um, just let's get that clear. You <laughs> um, <laughs> back. Uh, no, there was, a, there was a Marine case, too, where uh, a Marine unit, an entire Marine unit got sent home for this. But my thing is, is that, do you, so, and again, I, I want to, I, I hear you saying, well, we can't have the moral high ground check. Um. Do you think these soldiers are going to go back and be held accountable and in go to Russia, jail in fuck Russia? No. So that's my difference. That's my yeah. point to you is, is that, that, that we do, we are still good. Like we're still the difference between good and evil. Well, when There's, you say we, you mean me, you, and the fucking people that live in this country, but the people that run our country are not well, better than fucking Vladimir Putin, honestly. Mil- and I don't think that's a I fucking, I don't think that's a crazy thing to say. We just, we just fucking did war on the on Iraq and Afghanistan for 20 fucking years for no reason I agree. hundreds of thousands of civilian deaths we and we did it just so a couple of dudes here in America could get rich that's I it I agree with you right that that's not uh uh I don't think that's a weird <clears throat> or or and I don't I don't think that's I don't think saying that America's leaders are more moral than the leaders of these other countries is a defensible position, frankly. There's too much evidence to the contrary that they're a bunch of fucking pieces of shit. But the people and the structure of government and our collective <clears throat> ethics as the West are certainly better, right? Yeah. I mean, as bad as we get, we're just arguing over stupid shit because people are brainwashed. We're not fucking murdering people for no reason. Yeah, I mean, we're not like, we're not tying civilians up yeah, and raping and, them and raping them and shooting them mm-hmm. in the back of the head and executing people. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> um, yeah. Well, and you got, I mean, honestly, just from, I, I can't, I have no evidence of this. Um, but, but aside from just good order and discipline, I don't think that the Russian military, like you said before, would really come down hard on people doing this stuff. Like I don't see it. I don't think they're. I don't think they're fucking super. Like, oh, we got to fucking stop this raping. No. You know what I mean? No, of I course not. I don't not. believe it. I just don't believe it. Oh. I think they're a bunch of pieces of shit too. Um. Well, I'll tell you what's not a piece of shit. Uh, what's that? Um, you. Hmm. It's a bad segue. Um. <clears throat> yeah, we'll see you in hell. See you in hell. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at lifemd.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.